everyone. Welcome to another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And currently, as we are recording this, it is a beautiful winter wonderland outside. And Michelle hates it. (laughs) I'm fine with it. Jake did all the shoveling this morning, so I'm I'm chill. I'm cool. (laughs) Can you imagine if Jake just ever woke you up one morning and was like, it's your turn to shovel? Oh, no. I mean, he's already told, he was just like, before he left, he's like, uh, if you could just like do the pathways and stuff again before I come home, that would be great. I was just like, yeah, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's like, you might want to go put some ice or sand down oh, if you want the pathways, Blair. <laughs> you are such a little princess. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I will do it, yeah. but I hate it. <laughs> Well, hopefully your basement doesn't get any flooding, right? No, that usually only happens when it's like, you know, eight inches of snow, which is what we have like right now. And then if tomorrow's like 60 and it all melts within an hour, then it's an issue. But it looks like it's going to be in like the 30s all week. Yeah. So it should be fine. So what have you been up to? Last weekend was kind of crazy. We did like a lot of stuff with a lot of people. Um sounds exhausting yeah it's it's usually like it's not that bad at all but I feel like you know when I get exhausted it's because it's like a lot of different groups of people which it was it's like okay I have like a lot of different things to talk about usually if it's like the same group all weekend no big deal like we Mm -hmm. had a friend's day um over the weekend and it was like chill to just like have somebody here to like talk about like talk to you and stuff like that but it's the going places and talking to like a new group of people and talking about a new set of things and um it gets a little mentally exhausting mm-hmm. uh, I'm exhausted right now just thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> but we did go to this great place in Boston I think it was actually in Cambridge called Barcelona and it's like a tapas place oh uh, it was delicious my god that sounds amazing yeah that was good um I finally watched the third episode of the last of us I think (gasps) I'm caught up completely Uh I did not cry okay I didn't cry do you think it's because you thought it was gonna be like you worked yourself up so it didn't seem so drastic yes yes and spoiler alert I think it's been like four weeks now since that episode so I feel like everybody's watched it everybody's read all the things about it yeah I think in my head when they said it's going to crush you you're gonna cry everyone's crying everyone's posting pictures of themselves crying I just assumed okay they're gonna be a great couple and then one of them's gonna turn and then the other one's gonna have to kill them and it's gonna be fucking horrendous after watching it I was just like that's perfect like Uh that is number a plus scenario in a post-apocalyptic world exactly that's why I got emotional because I was like that is how I would want to go out with my lover yeah that's how I would want to like live in a post-apocalyptic world too I was like this is amazing I love this um so no I was so happy and I like turned to Jake I was like wouldn't that be great if we could somehow make that work for us and he's like yeah that wouldn't be bad Mm-hmm. And I was just like, even when toward the end, so like, you know, it's like their whole life together. Well, not their whole life. They like meet in the 
apocalypse, but then they become lovers and they whatever. And then toward the end, one of them, it seems like has cancer. And so he's like, I've decided this is my last day. Please put all these drugs in my wine and I want to go out today. And as soon as that what was happening, I was just like, oh my God, if that was like us, I would just also go out. Like, what am I sticking around for? I'm Same. old too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was so happy when that is what happened. He was just like, yeah. no, I took it too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, for the for a while when that episode started, I was so scared because I thought the guy, I can't, I forgot their names by now, but Bill the guy, and Frank. Uh, which one was the one that fell into the hole? Frank. Frank. I was like, Bill, be careful. I don't trust Frank because I thought it was like a booby trap somehow. When they like started kissing, I was like, oh, he's just trying to like oh, yeah. cast a spell on you. And then his friends are going <laughs> to come in your house and kill yeah. you. So it took me a while. Then I was like, all right, I'll let my guard down. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even go down that rabbit hole. No, it was good. I liked it. Uh-huh. But I heard. And so Jake told me this yesterday. We watched that episode like a few days back. Mm-hmm. But he said that I guess in the video game, like they those two people exist. And it doesn't seem, it's not explicitly stated that they're like in love with each other. It's just that they paired up like after everything went down and that maybe they've hooked up a few times because what else are you going to do? Like it's the Mm -hmm. only other person with you, but that at the end of it, like they both kill themselves or something like that. But the letter that he leaves pretty much is it's from Bill to Frank. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, Frank, for some reason, is not dead. And in the letter, he pretty much says that he hated all of the time that they had together. Really? Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It's like, (laughs) I mean, I guess when you have no other choice, it's like, well, yeah. but why? It's like, why even say it? You know, like just die. (laughs) No, I know. So, I mean, I liked this little episode because it was like super standalone and it was like nice. Uh And I think, I think that would be cool if they do that. uh, If the, if the series goes on for a long time, if, you know, maybe twice a season, they have like those standalone episodes where you just like really delve into these people's lives during it. And maybe the main protagonist like cross crosses paths with them. But even if they don't, it's like, Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that too. So are you caught? Did you even watch just this last Sunday's episode? I believe so. The last episode I watched is them getting out of Kansas City. Finally, it's like the four of them. And then it's the two of them. Okay, so you haven't seen the one where they come across another community where it's like snowy and stuff like that. No. Okay. Guess I can't really say too much since you haven't seen it. But I'm kind of (laughs) worried. I'm always worried. Even Every time there's like a show like this, it's like, I just hate the fact of where mentality goes and where the world goes, where it's like, you're not even just fighting the zombies or the mushroom people or whatever. It's like, you're also fighting each other and you're fighting the government and you're fighting whatever like faction decided that they're in charge now. And you're fighting all the people that want to take the food that you have. It's like, that's why I like the Bill Frank situation. It's like, yes, just let me live behind my fucking wall mm-hmm. with the one person I actually enjoy in this world and eat my strawberries. Yeah. I'll cook every day my rabbit. I don't care. I know. Well, it's like, I'll deal with the zombies. I'll deal with yeah. going hungry. But it's the other people that fucking I know. scare me. Because it's like, 
people are crazy. Yeah, that like, episode. Sure, they'll get you, then torture you, then fucking kill mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Like, I was working on my computer at the start of maybe, I, I want to say it was like episode five. It was like, after they go to Kansas City, um, it's the next episode after that where they actually show that group of people overtaking the quarantine zone mm-hmm. and like killing all of the fedra people Mm -hmm. i was just like this is like so gross to me like it hurts me to my core like just to watch people like literally become like barbaric like that well the place that they stumble upon in the latest episode i told joe i was like that's the place that i would feel the safest at like that's where i would want to stay oh okay okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the one with the brother the two brothers like oh my freaking heart (laughs) I do like how they even the one before that like so far it's just been standalone characters and I really do Mm -hmm. like that like with Walking Dead it was great at the time because it was like the first of its kind of show but it after a while did just kind of get so repetitive because it's like the same people just fighting off zombies you think one might Mm -hmm. die but then they survive but this one I really liked because it keeps you interested because it's just like new people and they don't feel obligated yeah. to keep them around you know yeah and, and you somehow just take they're... it for what it is you're not like what happened with those people you know no I I really enjoy that and somehow they're still able to like really flesh them out too yes. like you really know their backstories you kind of understand um why they're acting a certain way in this new world and stuff like that like they they do make it really good mm-hmm. maybe it's because it's like based on that video game where it's like video games kind of like you know go a lot faster true um but I was even telling Jake last night I was like are, how many series are they gonna do I feel like they're moving really fast it's like they they were in Boston now they're in Kansas and it looked like the pre like the preview for the next episode they were like in Wyoming or Colorado or you know mm-hmm. something snowy so it's like Oh, they're getting across America pretty quick here. (laughs) Well, yeah. And that's why after seeing that episode, I'm like, this is moving a lot quicker. Like, I'm scared of how fast this is moving because I don't like what happened so far. But I think I'm hoping it's a cliffhanger and it, you know, they'll kind of tie the loose ends in the next episode. But yeah, I was like, there's no way. Not yet. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But it's good. It's good. I'm glad that I finally caught up. I don't think I needed to hold off as long as I did to watch the third episode. Yeah, it wasn't I agree. as dramatic as I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. I was so excited to see Joel's daughter because I really liked her. And oh, then I yeah. was like so disappointed. And then they brought Ellie and I was like, I wish they almost would have casted this differently because I really liked Joel's daughter. Like, I don't yeah. know. But now like I, I absolutely love Ellie. Like she is so funny and my favorite thing mm-hmm. is when she calls Joel a dick she's always like oh yeah dick I love her I, yes when she calls him a dickhead or a motherfucker uh-huh. it's the best <laughs> I loved the scene where she gets like a book of puns and then she just yes. whenever it gets too dramatic she'll just tell a joke and it's so good it's perfect like, timing Joel can I ask you something that <laughs> it's just a pun from her book yeah it's so good but I'm really really liking it I'm getting less and less anxiety as we go along I'm yeah. pretty sure somebody that listened sent us a video that I didn't fully watch oh but I saw the gist of it it was like a TikTok of like a scientist being like 
why this actually isn't a plausible way for like those mushrooms to grow. Yeah. Just because they were like, I had anxiety too. This made me feel better about the situation. And I was just like, I got to watch that. But I've had less anxiety. It does make me very itchy though to watch it. I I just, I just try not to look at like the little, like the mushroom scales. Yeah. I just, when they're like all fighting and stuff and the mushrooms are all over their face, that doesn't freak me out. It's like when the little spores come out of their mouths or like when Bella, Bella was in the basement and she was just like kind of playing with one and like looking under its skin and it's all like that, like weird like fungusy moldy white stuff it just like oh my god I hate it I hate (laughs) it it makes me so itchy so I watched a new movie this past weekend it stars Mia Goth and also Alexander Skarsgård okay it's called Infinity Pool and it was definitely a twist it was a wild okay. ride, I will say. Mia Goth is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I've she only seen such her in a the great two, actress. But... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She is such a great actress. And even Joe and I, we were talking, like, we never think of Alexander Skarsgård when you think of just, like, your favorite actors. But anytime I do see him in a movie, I'm like, wow, I forget what a good actor he is, too. Yeah. But, um, so it's about... Alexander and his wife in the movie they go on vacation it kind of reminded me like of White Lotus and also a horror movie but I can't think of it right now but so they're on vacation they meet a few locals they end up hanging Mm -hmm. out with these locals they go past the point of the hotel where if you go out of it you can't come back because they try to keep it safe for the tourist Mm -hmm. and so they go out and then you know they're having like drinks they get kind of drunk are they gonna just like have an orgy like is she gonna cheat what's going on so they're driving back late at night and the other husband's like can you drive like I'm pissed drunk and so Alexander's like yeah no one is really able to drive clearly so then something ends up happening on the way back and the two locals are like we have to leave the situation because the cops here since you're American they will take you they'll probably rape you and then (gasps) kill both of you like you don't want to like get caught with the fuck yeah so then they all go back to the hotel you know and then they wake up and it just it's so crazy is it like a weird sexual thriller or so it's pretty much like if you have a lot of money there's no consequences and you can just you know get away with whatever you could do whatever yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like that okay I'll I'll kind of tell you so okay (laughs) so what happens is they end up spoiler alert everyone they end up hitting a man walking across the road they leave his body to die his family finds out that he was ran over so then the rule there is they have to prosecute whoever hurt him and how they prosecute them is you are killed they kill you and so they're like arresting him they take him to the prison and to like this weird building and they're like you know, he's just thinking he's going to have a chance to come out of this. Maybe he can Mm -hmm. like spend a few months in jail, but the guy's like, no, like 
our law here is that they murder you. And he's like, wait, what? And they're like, there is no other option. Like, that's just what it is. Like, you'll be killed in front of your wife and in front of the family that you hurt. Then the cop is like, unless we have this new, um, this new program to where if you pay so much money, instead of them killing you, they're actually killing a clone of you and the family doesn't know it's your clone so if you pay us all this money you can still survive but we have to clone you and so they end up cloning him the family kills the clone and then it just goes on like this whole crazy spiral it's weird okay uh-huh all right yeah interesting uh-huh is it good recommend um okay so there was like I I thought it was interesting but I kind of wish that it would have gone into a different direction because it the potential of it was really cool and the idea of, of it was really cool but by the end I was like yeah this was good but there were just some parts where I'm like oh my gosh it's kind of repetitive at this point but yeah yeah but yeah. I mean Mia Goth was great in it okay yeah if you're if you like like a24 movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be okay it. Okay. Over the last week since I've seen you, I watched both of the Murdoch like documentaries because there's one on HBO and then Netflix just released one last night. Oh, really? Yesterday? Yes. Um, I would highly, highly recommend the Netflix one over the HBO one. Um, okay. The HBO one just feels more like Dateline, where it's just like, you know, facts, like here it is. They definitely interview people that were involved or close by, but they don't interview a lot of people. The Netflix one, and both of them are three parts, but the Netflix one, they were able to interview all the kids that were on the boat. And Ooh. mind you, so I'm talking about um, Alex Murdoch and the Low Country, I think is the one on. Um, HBO and then the Murdoch murders is the one that's on Netflix and we had a whole episode where I talked through this case there's 500 twists and turns there's so many dead people this family was just a dynasty down there that got away with literally murder forever and so it's a crazy case uh but I would say that the Netflix one was great because the very the first episode is all about the boat crash that kind of kicks everything off where it's like his son is drunk as a skunk and driving this boat crashes into a bridge there's six people on the boat one person goes missing immediately right off the bat his father and his grandfather immediately try to spin the story where he wasn't driving that somebody else was driving because they get away with everything Mm -hmm. and so they do interview all of the other kids that were on the boat with him. And so you really get a sense of like what the feeling and the vibe was wow. that night because like he was so drunk and people the whole time were trying to get him to stop driving and like take the boat from him and stuff. Um, they interview his girlfriend, which when you really think about like what this girl has gone through, it's crazy. So um she talks about how he was abusive to her before that and that on that night because she was like pushing back on him and being you know they stopped to like get a shot at the bar at one point like they docked so that Paul and one of the kids could go get a shot and then came back and he was just like drunk out of his mind and she was like fighting with him and being like you can't drive like let somebody else drive and stuff and he called her a whore and slapped her in front of everybody yikes 
And so, like, just like the mood on the boat was already just like, all right, just get us home. Like, we don't want to be out here anymore. I think I had mentioned that he had like, um, like a different personality that they called Timmy when it's just like they could tell that he was like blackout and just like looking uh-huh. through you. And they were like, when he got out of the bar, Timmy was there. It wasn't Paul anymore. But anyway, so you really hear it from the perspective of all the people that were on the boat and stuff like that. But anyway, his girlfriend is just when you really think about it, it's like that night one of her best friends is killed and then her boyfriend at the time is the one that is you know uh is convicted not convicted but um accused of manslaughter for it and then a year later he gets gunned down with his mother and she was saying that after that like obviously they broke up but she had to go through so much therapy because like her best friend passed away or was murdered she had survivor's guilt and she finally had to face the fact that she was in an abusive relationship. Like before that, she would just like brush it under the rug, say that it was him drunk. It wasn't him. And like that, she didn't think she was in an abusive relationship until like after that. And so she's dealing with all of those things for like the year after Mallory beach, her best friend dies in the boat crash. And then like the boyfriend that did all of that is gunned down with his mother and, you know, it's just like a crazy, crazy story, but it's like you really actually connect with the people in it in the Netflix one. I feel like the HBO one is just like, and then they went to the hunting lodge and it, it's kind of like the way I told the story where it's like, here's just the facts of what actually went down. Where yeah, the like Netflix the one, Yeah, the Netflix one actually like interviews the people involved and like you really get a sense of what was happening. Man, that is all like, even after you talking about it on one of the older episodes like and now that it's actually the trials happening like it's still so much that I'm like wait what happened like it's hard to keep it all in track like I don't even know what's going on right now in the uh trial because I was trying to watch it to keep up with it but it was just too much that I was like it was a lot Wait, who's this person and I don't even know the guy that is on trial I'm just like is this the one is this the son no that's the dad dad. it's the dad wow so the son was the one that got into the boat crash and then he's the one that gets gunned down and it's the dad that's accused of gunning down his son and his mom and just and then two other suspicious deaths that had happened years earlier finally get brought to light because they had been like covered up beforehand it's just it's wild it's a lot to keep track of but the netflix does a good job because like the first episode is just kind of the boat crash Mm -hmm. and then the second one is like the other suspicious deaths and there was some like updates and new news um because then it's like i even forgot that he like tried to stage his own death on the side of the road like he had somebody like shoot him in the head and then when that happened all of a sudden he was like well I have to go to rehab because I have like a drug addiction and I think we called that into question we were just like oh that's kind of convenient that now he's going to rehab because Mm -hmm. he's addicted to opiates but in the Netflix one which I feel like the HBO one didn't do a good job of like showing is Paul's girlfriend who I've been talking about she said that like earlier on they all knew that he was addicted to opiates like they Paul like 
detoxed him at one point and stuff like that. So it was actually present before everything kicked off. Mm -hmm. So it's like just knowing those like little tidbits is like because when you just read the articles, it's so black and white. Yeah. And then when you actually are the person, you know, the girlfriend of the son and like actually in the house and like knowing the vibes, knowing the relationships between people. It's interesting. Yeah, I think one of the last videos that I saw, because I usually will watch like lawyers reacting to it and then they kind of break it down just so you know what's happening. There mm-hmm. was one where um, the dad was like just crying and people were talking about how he was caught and he just started like breaking down or whatever. But but he still was trying to lie about everything. Yeah. Well, I mean... When his son, Paul, and his wife, Maggie, are gunned down, like, a year after the boat crash, remember I was telling you that, like, he was visiting his father and that even though they were gunned down, the police immediately were just like, there's no threat to the public. And it was just, like, very weird because it's like, okay, well, if you're not arresting him for these murders... How do you know there's not a threat to the public? Like two Mm -hmm. people were just gunned down with two different guns and you're saying that there's no threat to the public, but you're not arresting anybody either. It It just like didn't make sense. But I mean, like he always said like he wasn't there and it seemed like the police said that he wasn't there too. But recently, you know, he got arrested with the attempted fake suicide murder plot and then he was also embezzling millions of dollars from all the clients that came out and so he was in jail for that and then after the fact they also put the murder charges of his son and wife on him because they said that there was like they found evidence of like specks of blood on his clothing that couldn't have possibly gotten there from like him just maneuvering the bodies after the fact they're like the force of the blood specs is like him being present at the crime scene when gunshots were going off. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I mean, it's still like obviously still unfolding to a degree, but I just, it's so crazy. This whole story. It's fucking bonkers. I thought of you the other day because there was um, there's a channel that I watch and it's called the diary of a CEO. And this guy on there, he interviews like all sorts of different people. And they just talk about like um, life and obstacles and all of that stuff. But I woke up because I was playing it when I went to bed the night before and I woke up and he had Billy McFarland on, which if you guys don't recognize that name, he was the whole guy behind um Firefest, yeah yes and so yes. I'm like what in the world and I started I rewatched it because I'm like what is this motherfucker saying now mm-hmm. and literally he just has not learned a damn thing and he just rambles about nothing the guy the interviewer is like not brutal but he's like blunt and like you scammed people this is what you did like you've pretty mm-hmm. much been a scammer since you were a teen yada yeah. yada yada and like he was like when did this become real to you and billy literally said well after 15 months when i was in jail i realized how serious this was and i'm like bro like do you hear yourself like who my god says that and he just thought that it was 
he just thought it was like not cool but impressive that he was able to put something together and unfortunately it didn't work out but it's like all the comments were like you have learned nothing like how are you just talking and doing this interview and you think like he was he was almost like getting off on it like how he was Mm -hmm. he just thought people were interested in like how how'd you do this cool scam but it's like there was no not he wasn't humble he wasn't yeah anything it was so weird I'm just like how did you think that this was gonna go sir I think that's what I don't understand about con people because it seems like they never really learn or change their ways. It seems like it's the only way they know how to go about life. And I wonder if in their heads they truly feel like, no, this is like a job. I'm not conning people. Like, if you want to get conned, you get conned. But, like, this is work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I am doing stuff. I just – I don't get where their minds are because it seems like none of them ever change or learn. I don't think any of them ever get, like, the sentences that they deserve. Yeah. Um and so they just get to go back to doing it. And he was just talking about like every day if they needed more money, he would just make a call to one of the investors and he would just not plead, but just give like a front of why he needed this money and people would just give him all this money. And I'm like, I could never imagine myself being in a position where I'm like, hey, Mark, <laughs> everything's going <laughs> great with Firefest, but we're going to need like an additional $1 million. Like you got that. Can you transfer that over this weekend? Yeah. Cool. Like I would just be like, what the, f-? I can never, I don't, it's like, how do you get there? You know? Yeah. No, I, I don't get it either. I don't yeah. have that bone in my body. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ugh, it's so creepy and scary though. Ugh, well, that's interesting. When you said that name too, I was like, why do I know that name? And I was obviously thinking like family guy. And I was like, no, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something that yeah. I just realized what? and everybody that's listening? I'm scared. Um, so I've, don't be scared. <laughs> um, so I've been like pulling like weird all nighters all week. So I just went to the bathroom for like, what, the fourth time since we've been talking since mm-hmm. 1030. I have my bathing suit on. You do? I don't, yes. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what do you so mean? I've been, <laughs> As there's I've snow been, falling outside. I know. We've been, I've been pulling weird all-nighters because we're going on vacation next week. I'm trying to wrap up all my work. Um, and I feel like I'm in a good place. Just side note. But good. last night I went to bed at like five and woke up at 10 so that we could record. Oh my God. I don't know at what point I put this bathing suit on, but I'm wearing my bathing suit on under this. And I, this morning when I woke up, I just immediately put a hoodie on oh without like God. really thinking. Uh-huh. And I've literally been to the bathroom four times and like had to do the schnoop to the side thing. I yep. just didn't even like <laughs> process that. And I just How went again. I'm funny. just like, why am I being like this? And then like, I like pulled my hoodie up. Oh I was my like, God. why am I a bathing suit? How weird. <laughs> Do you think you were like just trying it on in between different things and then well, forgot I about imagine. it? <laughs> I think that I think after we watched Last of Us, like Jake went to bed around like 12 1. Yeah. I think I took a shower and then I think I must have just put it on like in the dark because he was like sleeping. So I'm assuming that's when it got put on. I don't think that like in between five and ten like it's possible that I like woke up and just put it I don't know 
Sam, I truly don't know. That is too funny. You're just, I love that you kept moving it to the side a few times and then finally you're (laughs) like, wait, what is happening? Why am I doing this? Why am I not pulling down my underwear? (laughs) Oh my God, that's too funny. Wow. Fuck, I need an actual night of sleep. You do need what that means. (laughs) So, when will you be done with your work before you go on vacation? I have wrapped up everything from my bigger client. I'm working on this last job, which is actually what's giving me a hard time because it's like a lot of uh, brain gymnastics. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever? read mad magazine growing up or know what it is yeah i know what it is yeah so um i'm doing like a t-shirt design for this band and on the last page like the back cover of all the mad magazines there were these fold-ins which is pretty much it's like a full image and then you fold a to b and then it's like a second image Mm -hmm. kind of a thing do you know what i mean yeah so it gets almost like folded into four. So it's like one big image. And then it's like a smaller image where like the whole middle section is folded inside of itself. So they want that on the back of a shirt. Oh, so wow. it's like there's the big image and then it's like you can fold the shirt and it's like a different image. Um, so it's just like a lot of fucking brain activity, which uh-huh. obviously... I'm in a bathing suit, so I don't even know what's happening. So I was working on that late last night. Like pretty much they want it to be like the two spy versus spy guys on rockets. But then when you fold it, it's like a nuclear bomb explosion thing. So it's just like trying to like figure it out. And I was like working on it large first. And then I was like, no, I got to figure out what the end version is first and then unfold it. And like, it's just like a lot of thinking. Yeah. So that's the only thing I got to finish. And then I'm done. And I that's have three exciting. days. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Yeah. And I'm really close. But also, I got really, really excited yesterday around three because I finished all my other stuff. And I was like, oh, I got this one thing left. Like, I am ahead of schedule. I'm good. This, this is, is awesome. And then I was up until five last night. So oh I was like, okay. All right, Michelle. It's okay. <laughs> so when are you going to start packing? Um, I told myself to wrap all of my projects up at end of work week. So I'm on schedule for that. So then I still have Saturday, Sunday to pack, get the house like together and stuff like that. Um, so probably Sunday I'll be packing. Yeah. Sunday night. Just, what time does your yeah. flight leave? Monday morning at 11. Okay. So it'll be fine. And even I was thinking, I was like, well, what if I needed to like buy things to like bring or whatever? I was like, I'll bring what I have for now. And what's the difference of like buying clothes here for it or like going there and buying clothes? It's yeah. like if I decide like, oh, I really need a tank top bodysuit, like I'll just get one down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I've decided. How exciting. If you guys don't remember, yeah. Michelle's about to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. to new orleans i am so excited and jake was saying he's like why do you do this to yourself like you always do this like you overpack your week leading up to things and get stressed out and i'm like listen i'm not stressed out everything's under control and also i'm going on vacation like the whole thing is like to go on vacation i'm not gonna do anything for a week yeah so i don't see the issue 
except for now I see the issue because I'm wearing a bathing suit. (laughs) That is too funny, but you're going to have so much fun though. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah. I'm also super excited because I got my period this week and like clockwork. Woo. Always on vacation. I have my period. So it's like, this is awesome. Like, I know I'm not going to have my period. I know there's going to be like, kind of like a sexual buildup and Mm -hmm. we're going into vacation. I like it. And we're going to like one of my favorite places. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be okay. It's a drag when you're on vacation and have to deal with your period. Yeah. For like so many reasons. It's like, I feel like shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. everything's gross I I have to take a shower like nine times a day (laughs) I know uh when I went to Disney last fall I was on my period and it was the worst because it's like you're fucking sweating like throughout your ass crack you're on your period I was also sick it was also hot like it just was not a good combo and where you like you um going on the rides where it's like you kind of get wet but you're not at a water park and then you're like Mm -hmm. just kind of wet all day (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah no it's the worst <laughs> yeah it's not fun how exciting though so yeah I feel like it's looking really good it's looking really nice that's great I'm happy for you thank you so last weekend we went to a concert in Boston and we went to go see Boys to Men again <laughs> oh shit I was gonna say wait was that not already happening <laughs> No, that was last year. Yeah. I know, okay, right? Okay. It seems like we just went to go see them. But um, so before, I think they were at Medford. Yeah. I can't remember. But this time it was in Boston. It was at the new music venue that's by the Red Sox Stadium. Are you familiar oh. with that place? Uh, No, I haven't been. But what is it called? I can't remember Do you what know? it's called. Okay. Michelle. Don't worry about it. Um, But it's right no, there I've by. Heard... Uh, yeah, yeah. House of Blues. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so we ended up going because it was Joe's mom's birthday weekend, and we decided uh-huh. to, like, split the tickets or whatever uh, because we went with them last year, and Michelle and Eric, Joe's sister and brother-in-law, were supposed to go last year, but they got sick, so we ended up going. So then uh-huh. we all got to go this year, which was really fun. And I could have sworn, I was like, I thought you guys were with us last year. And Michelle's like, no, we got sick. That's the only reason you guys went. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I really thought we were like starting a tradition. Um, but yeah, it was. Who, it was wait, can I ask who what? is the Boys to Men fan? All of us. Okay, continue. <laughs> All of us, Michelle. Um, so yeah, we go to the new venue and everyone was so excited because they're like it's new like it's gonna look really nice inside and that's all everyone was talking about and it was nice and whatnot but so we had to well (laughs) we sat down like on the floor but the chairs were literally so fucking small that it's like Uh the chair the end of the chair only went to like half of my body and I'm like these chairs are so fucking small whoa crazy yeah but then it's like small, but it's also nice. I don't know. I guess it's not small, but it's not big. Um, mm-hmm. So we were sitting down. So like it, it was Eric, Michelle, Joe's mom, Patty, Joe's dad, Joe, and then me, and then Joe. So we're like, we're all squished together waiting for the show to start. 
And there was a couple in front of us who was, they were being like super lovey-dovey, very cute. And then there were two empty chairs next to them. And then there was an older couple. And so the show's starting or whatever. And then this new couple who's like, they're super drunk. And I'm pretty sure they were like on some kind of love drug because of later on what happens. But so they like excited. So they're like coming in and everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And they're like, just being crazy. And the couple next to them, the older couple, like they needed extra space because the chairs were so fucking small. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? But anyway, so they can, you can tell that they get kind of bummed out that now there's another group of people because it's like, there's no room. So anyways, (laughs) so then the kid who is like on the love drug, he like starts turning around and he's like literally talking to every couple surrounding them. And people are like, don't talk to me. Like I'm not into it. Uh-huh. Like I'm just trying to enjoy the show, but they literally are so talkative. They're like trying to shake hands with all of us. They're trying to hug everyone. Uh-huh. And Patty's like, Oh, it's my birthday. And they're like, it's your birthday. <laughs> so they start singing happy birthday to Patty. And uh-huh. they, they genuine, genuinely were like very nice. Like, people but it's like yeah. can you turn around like stop invading our space like we're not at the show together you do mm-hmm. you we're gonna do us so anyways everyone's having a great time we're all like dancing we're all like cheersing and this couple they keep looking back and they're like cheersing everyone just trying to get everyone involved and I Ugh. I had enough so I like withdrew I was like yeah. I'm done with you guys like please stop And so me and Joe just kind of kept quiet and they just kept bugging like Patty and everyone else. So then (laughs) fucking uh, boys to men, they start singing One Sweet Day, which is the saddest, one of the saddest songs ever with Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. It's about someone Mm -hmm. fucking dying and you're waiting for that one sweet day to be reunited with them. So they start playing it and I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm going to cry, but I'm like trying to hold back my tears. And then I fucking look over at Patty and she is literally sobbing. Like tears are going down her face. And so I'm like, oh man. And then Patty looks at me and she grabs my hand and she like starts holding it. So then I start crying. Oh my God. And I'm like, what a mess. And so then Michelle looks at Patty and I both crying. So then she starts crying. And then the kid in front of us, he looks at me while I'm crying and he goes, Y'all are about to make me cry. He fucking starts crying. (laughs) So all four of us are literally crying. And his girlfriend, she's just getting down and like dirty with the song. Like she's shaking that thing. Just like holy shit. Like dropping it to her knees and shit. And her boyfriend's literally just crying behind her the whole time. So then Patty starts rubbing his back. And Michelle starts rubbing his back. And I, I'm like, I'm not rubbing your back, bro. <laughs> like, we're all sad, okay? Not just you. So then they're like hugging him because the girlfriend's just still getting down, shaking that thing. And he literally is just like sobbing. Like he's wiping his face, wiping his tears. Michelle and Patty like go over to hug him and they're just holding what? him, swaying back and forth like this. Then Sam. I, I start cracking up because I'm like, this is too much. So then the girlfriend finally looks around and she's like, what is going on? And so then she like starts like rubbing his back and she's like, it's okay. And eventually he goes off to do whatever. And then she starts talking. She's like, you guys think this guy is a good guy? And Patty's like, he seems sweet. And she's like, well, 
she's like, we're actually like 35 because they look like they were so young, like 20 years old. They had such little baby faces. And yeah, Patty was like, oh, you guys have kids? And she goes, yeah. She's like, we're kind of on and off, though, because like, I love him. But when he really makes me mad, like he really makes me mad and I want to kill him. And Patty's just trying to give life advice. And she's like, you know, like, it's always hard. It's never easy. And it's always going to be hard with someone. So if you think it's worth it, like, stick around or whatever it was just so weird and funny and just what the fuck yeah it was and so then the older couple because you could tell they were getting annoyed because the girl kept like dancing into the woman and like getting in yeah. front of her and she's just like can you sit your ass down but then eventually like these two kids they were so like warm and just loving and I don't know so then the older couple started like dancing with them and it was literally like we are all friends at this one concert like we knew each other wow it was interesting you know that's very interesting that is not how I thought that story was gonna go so then when we like so then after everyone's like let's go grab a drink at a bar and Joe's sister Michelle Whenever she goes out, like she has kids and she's a good looking woman. When she goes mm-hmm. out, she wants to go to the fucking clubs where the young kids are at and she wants to drop it like it's hot. Like she wants to take it yeah. back into the day. And we're all like, girl, we're not trying to have that night. So yeah. she runs across the street to some bar and we're <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of bar is this? And we literally go in. And it's like all young people, which is great. It's fine. But I'm like, your parents don't want to be in this place. Like, I know everyone wants to sit down to where we can talk and hear each other. Yeah. So then Michelle kind of got mad because we're like, we're leaving. But (laughs) she really does get that way, though. She does. Like, and so then we go to another place and I forget what it's called, but it's like when you go into the bar, you can, you're like in the, I don't know, the fucking bleacher inning strikeout zone of the baseball field okay where I forget what that's called but anyways you can like see it like you can watch the game right there so we go in this club and there's really a bar there's really no one there and so we're like ah this is more our vibe and there's Mm -hmm. like a DJ playing like I don't know old music like well not really old but old for the kiddos like 50 cent stuff like that and Michelle she's like let's dance like shaking her titties and she's like let's go Sam and I'm like I'm not trying to fucking dance like I'm ready to go home and she's like dance with me Sam dance and I hate when people try to get me to dance I'm like stop it if I want to dance I'm capable of going up there myself I don't need you to call me out and embarrass me and she was just like dancing and then Eric always does the thing her husband he's like oh Michelle just wants to dance because she wants to get the DJ turned on so it's like a sick game that she plays with me oh so he's no. like like you go out there and dance and try to get that guy's attention it's so fucking weird <laughs> I was cracking up I'm just like oh my lord oh no and then she goes her daughter is probably 21 22 23 and she goes do you think that Elise would know TLC no scrubs and I'm like I think so like it's a really popular Mm. song that yeah even young kids know it I don't know and she was just like making me feel old so that was fun (laughs) (laughs) well it's like the fact that she has a 22 year old daughter it's like god damn it (laughs) I know crazy I'm only 24 like I said (laughs) (laughs) like I said multiple times like I've said but no one believes me uh those weird like sexual games that older couples play with each other it's like oh it gets like too close to like 
too close. Puck golding, you know, like it's like, what are you gonna sit in a chair in the corner and watch me like fuck this dude? Like, I know. this is getting too close. <laughs> like, whatever turns them on, but yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. you don't have to tell us. Like, you can just mm-hmm. enjoy that for yourself. <laughs> Especially her parents, like, oh, she like, we like to do this thing where she turns on other men and uh-huh. I just watch. I just okay. watch. I'm like, All right. Okay, that sounds like fun. And so Joe was like, do you want an espresso martini? And I'm like, no, like, I really don't want to drink. But I was like, fine, I'll enjoy espresso martini. So then he gets like espresso martinis for everyone. And Joe and his father are trying to carry these martinis back to the table and it's like a mess and then this one random woman she sees them trying to not spill the drinks and so she's like whoa like calling attention to so everyone's looking at them making sure they're not gonna spill these drinks and she's like heckling them I'm like can you mind your own business man like what's wrong with you oh my god it's like listen I love Joe and his dad but, and I say this with all love, they are goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and just the idea of them carrying these like little martinis, especially I, I just picture the cute. video you showed me of his dad falling in yes. the Bahamas or wherever. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing with these martinis, but somehow both of them are tripping. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it was like. Oh. And then, so... Also, think, espresso martini at the end of the night, you start with an espresso martini. I mean, if you haven't been drinking, you can end with it. Oh, so I was okay, like, okay, I was okay. like, I'll be fine. But yeah. everyone else, I'm like, I don't think you guys need this. So then Joe's dad's like, I don't want to finish mine. And he gives it to Joe. And then I thought Patty was trying to give hers to Joe, but she was just trying to cheers him. And I was like, no, Joe does not need three <laughs> martinis, people, like enough. Yeah. So then we're trying to, because we took the train into Boston, but then we Ubered back and there was um, a man across the street who was playing like the buckets. And Joe's like, I think I'm going to go give him some money because he's keeping the crowd entertained. And I'm like, Joe, it's just me and you. Like, please just stay here. Do not give him your money. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's doing a good job. And I'm like, oh my God. So then our Uber (laughs) comes. So Joe was unable to give him the money. And I'm just like... Okay, let's just get home. So we get uh-huh. in the backseat of this Uber oh, and no. our Uber driver, you can hear him talking to a person in the front passenger seat. And he's like, I'm sorry, but like, you just need to get out. And the guy's like, come on, man, why do I need to get out? Like, can I just go along for the ride? And I'm like, uh, everything okay? Cause I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. And the driver was like, no, man, like you've been in the car long enough and I've taken you to like the extra rides that weren't on your uber like if you can get out of the car please and the guy was like what's the problem like why can't we just hang out and he's like you really want me to get out of the car and the driver was like yes please it was kind of weird so then the guy gets out of the car and I was like whoa what was that about and he's like I don't know he wanted to like just keep riding with me and his stop was like five stops ago and I'm like whoa oh my god so that's like you guys are going to Salem it's not like you guys are going somewhere else in Boston exactly and so Joe he's like I hope you don't mind that we're going back to Salem and he's like no it's fine and Joe keeps saying he's like appreciate you thank you appreciate you appreciate you man and I'm like can you just stop talking so then (laughs) Joe whenever we end up taking an Uber he ends up like falling asleep And I Mm -hmm. don't like that because I always feel alone. And I'm like, we don't know if this guy is going to kidnap us. I don't know if we're going to get in a car wreck because he was driving Uh really fast. 
So <laughs> I put my seatbelt on and you know how it restrains you if you go back far enough to where you can't, like there's yeah, no yeah. room to move forward. So the fucking seatbelt was like suffocating my neck and I couldn't get the buckle undone to like re-release it. So I'm being mm-hmm. choked by the seatbelt. The fucking Uber driver is literally speeding down the highway, Michelle. Like he's going so fast. I'm like, the car is going to flip over. Joe's yeah. just sleeping, having sweet dreams. And here I am hoping we don't die. But it was fine. Uh- <laughs> It was a wild night. And then the next morning, I was like, I'm good with just not doing anything else for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's enough. That's enough taxing that's stuff enough to deal for with. Me. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I was going to say, Patty was like, those kids were really friendly. Like, what do you think they were on? And I was like, mm. oh, they were probably like on ecstasy, I think, because they were like super touchy and like with yeah. everyone and like super like lovey and just floating and just having a good oh time. yeah they were probably on molly molly yeah that too yeah whatever the whatever the kids are doing these days oh i still i'm hoping to get one try in before i age out of molly or x yeah either either both i don't know i don't know i think i would just be so parent i don't really know what they do or if there's like a mm-hmm. paranoid switch that can come over you if you're not in the right headspace so oh I don't know for the most part I think it's just like a good time at least that's what I've heard about Molly mm-hmm. um and I feel like with ecstasy the thing is like you just have to drink a lot of water or be like near a lot of water yeah I don't know they both they both seem and sound fun all right but I feel like it just needs to be the right environment. Like I want to go to like a a festival or like a a good concert. Yeah, a good concert. We'll see. Like boys to men, mm. and then cry at one sweet day. Mm. I wouldn't want to do boys to men. I would want to do more of like, not even that like Happy. I like techno, but like yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. like a, a more of a vibe. Oh, definitely. Thing. We like a vibe. Ooh. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Don't forget that we are taking next week off. So mm-hmm. we will miss you. But we'll be um, back but- the week after. Yeah, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.